Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Stephen Moy. I'm the CEO of Barbarian. As we all know by now, the digital advertising ecosystem is going through significant changes. Right? There's a lot of shifts. Are permanent. Some of them are more permanent than the others. Driven by the topic of customer privacy, these changes have major implication to the visibility of a lot of customer activity and also reducing the advertiser ability to really deliver the personalized messaging and experiences for a performance campaign. So today, I'm going to chat with Tatiana Pack, strategy and insight lead at Facebook, to discuss how people first creative can help advertiser to thrive in any interaction in the digital advertising ecosystem. Hi, Tatiana. Hi, uh, I'm Tatiana Peck. I'm um, the Strategy and Insights Lead, sitting on a research team within Creative Shop at Facebook. Super excited to be here. Nice to meet you today. Nice to meet you as well. So tell us a little bit about your role at Facebook. Yeah, so as I mentioned, um, I, I work on strategy and insights within a research team. And what that means is I'm, I'm straddling working between uh, researchers and data scientists, as well as creative strategists uh, across the regions and globe. And together, we, um, we work to enable the industry to solve the biggest, greatest challenges that they're facing. Um, and specifically, my team is focused on building these data-backed creative frameworks and strategies that are always grounded on the behaviors that we see on the platform. Um, put another way, we discover and democratize creativity that lives up to the potential of, of our platforms. So Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, WhatsApp, et cetera. Wow, that's great. Sounds very uh, exciting. You're working at the forefront. So as you know, right, uh, the ad ecosystem going through significant changes, right, from no cookies to, uh, and also coupled with a lot of implementation or interpretation of consumer privacy, uh, which has major implications for a lot of advertisers, right, ability to do really performance or personalized campaign. Uh, many of the solutions, the for, for, You've listened to a lot of talk about data and technology. So how, how did your team begin to figure out the role of creativity can play? Yeah, that, that's a great question. So part of what Creative Shop does is help support clients um, and help them optimize their creative for performance and the business outcomes that they're, they're looking to, um, to drive. So when we understood that performance might be impacted by consumer privacy regulations and platform changes, we realized that we, we had to pivot the way we were thinking. Um, so obviously we all know that personalized uh, advertising is very effective, um, but it also brings value to people by connecting them to the products, the brands, the experiences that they love. Um, and while people benefit from personal personalized experiences, it's super important to respect the privacy choices that they make. Um, and we believe that both of these things uh, coexist. They're not on opposite sides of the spectrum. And what's great is that at the center, creative allows us to do both, to both drive and design these personalized experiences while respecting privacy. So when you think about kind of, you know, before running a campaign, advertisers make certain key decisions, right? They're deciding whether to target to a broad or narrow audience. They decide on an objective to optimize for, what placements um, to use. But developing the right creative is by far um, the most uh, important lever um, that advertisers have and arguably the one that they have the most control over. 
what what else besides control that advertiser can gain right by investing into creative? Can you can you elaborate on that? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, creative. Um, as I'm sure you know better than most, has always helped brands build meaningful relationships with their customers. Um, and while we're currently in this environment where there is less visibility into cu customer activity, we have seen that creative can drive efficiencies and business outcomes. So there's um, an internal study that was conducted by, by Facebook that analyzed three years worth of high confidence creative tests. And those tests were all set up with uh, link click optimization. And so what they found um, from this analysis is that the average winning creative asset from these tests uh, was still able to lower costs per offsite event. Um, so off of the off the platform. And specifically just to give you context to um, what uh, what they saw was 19% um, lower cost per content view event, 18% lower cost for completed registration, and 12% lower cost per purchase event. And so what all of that means is that we actually can see that creative has a direct impact on the metrics that advertisers care about. But in addition, um, you also got to think that creative has kind of several jobs to do besides the, the obvious um, throughout campaign development process. It can help us understand better what matters to people. So almost used as a stimulus to get a response. And it can also help inform which are the ideal um, audiences for retargeting. So I think this is a, a really, really exciting opportunity for creative teams to play a much bigger role than, than ever before. Yeah, can you unpack a little more what, what, what does that mean by creative that focusing on people? I think our audience would love to hear your point of view. Yeah, so, um, so as I mentioned, it's pretty established that creative is this powerful lever that advertisers have full control over. Um, so at Creative Shop in the past year, we've started to explore the creative work um, in the past that had already begun to solve some of the issues that we're now seeing rise to the forefront of this evolving ads ecosystem and in turn extrapolate the learnings from all of that work. And so what we've seen is that one of the biggest challenge, challenges that advertisers are facing with these changes is that reduction in visibility into customer activity, what people are doing. Um, and so um, at the same time, this also increases costs of reaching those audiences. So along with ongoing improvements to our business tools that help performance and measurement, um, what you're going to see um, and what I'm excited to talk about is a through line um, of the strategies that we're recommending, uh, which are rooted on building creative that puts the focus back on people and centers on what matters to them. Wow. What, what, can you share some of the key learnings about some of the strategies, uh, approaches that you know, uh, can create those meaningful impact that you talk about that will help advertisers to build creative that is putting people first? Can, can you elaborate on that? Yeah, so, um, so our team has identified three strategies, which I'm excited to walk you through. Um, but before, to, to be a responsible partner to advertisers, um, I just want to caveat that uh, we recommend, before experimenting with any of these strategies, uh, setting up a solid foundation first. So what does that mean? Um, so have you, question for, the, for our advertisers listening, have you adopted the conversions API 
which creates a simple, reliable, and privacy-safe connection between your marketing data, um, such as website events and offline conversions, and Facebook. Um, adding this conversions API to your existing setup helps you optimize your ad campaigns, decrease cost per action, and more accurately measure campaign outcomes while also offering the same privacy protections that we've put in place across all of our other business tools. And then for those advertisers that haven't adopted the conversions API or optimized for app events, we then encourage them to work with our Facebook measurement team to understand the best proxy metrics for creative testing. So enough of kind of the disclaimer and the foundation getting into what is it that we've begun to uncover um, and what are the creative strategies that um, will help um, clients of all types navigate this, these changes. Um, so the first is what we're calling embracing interactivity. So interact interactivity can be a key tool, um, not only for developing a two-way conversation and that meaningful engagement with audiences, but also as a way to learn what matters to them. Uh, the second strategy that we've been seeing um, uh, work is the notion of broadening your appeal. So employing a creative messaging strategy that appeals to the wide variety of interests and motivations within a broader target audience. Um, this might seem kind of like, oh my God, isn't everyone doing that? But to be honest, you get, you know, clients can get into a cycle of relying on the same tried and true motivators and, and ways of reaching the audience without considering other ways that people might um, engage or, or be motivated to engage with their products and services. And then the third strategy that we've been exploring um, is messaging across the funnel. So developing creative messaging that speaks to people no matter where they are in the funnel that can both generate and capture intent. So instead of assuming, you know, as a performance advertiser that your audience knows about you, it's important to take the time to introduce or reintroduce your brand, address consideration, as well as conversion related messaging in each ad unit. This is great, great. And in, in addition to the strategy you just uh, laid out, any um, Facebook products, services, or any upcoming innovation that can help to support advertisers to build those the campaign with you know, as much of visibility, data signal to inform what, uh, what personalization they can deliver, and, and, and more importantly, like meaningful moment that you know, uh, your creative can deliver uh, to meet the customer activity. So can you, can you comment on that? Any new upcoming or existing one? <laughs> the Facebook cover? Absolutely. Um, so I'll, I'm gonna go through a few. Um, the first um, are Facebook lead ads. So they, these make the lead generation process really easy. Uh, people can simply tap on, on your ad, uh, a form pops up, it's already pre-populated with uh, their Facebook contact information and it's ready to be sent directly to you. So that's really a, a really great um, product to leverage. Then we have um, conversational commerce, which manifests across Messenger, WhatsApp, IG Direct, which helps people and businesses connect through chat um, with the intent to drive their purchases of goods or services. And so this presents businesses of all sizes uh, with powerful ways to engage with shoppers. And we think this is gonna be a really, um, it's gonna be a mainstay in this, in this new normal, in this new environment. 
We also have ads with product tags, which allow businesses to boost uh, their shoppable posts or create new shoppable ads in Ads Manager. So this really helps shorten that journey uh, for consumers between the initial product discovery to this deeper consideration and purchase within the, the product detail pages. And then finally, um, we have um, shops. So shops is uh, your online storefront where people can browse, explore, and purchase your products directly on Facebook and Instagram. And with customizable collections and simple design tools, um, you're also able to showcase featured products, bring your brand to life, and make this really seamless shopping experience for, for your consumers. And then in addition to those four that I mentioned um, and, and hearkening back to that first strategy I was talking about, embracing interactivity, um, there's a range of interactive products uh, that advertisers can leverage to build relationships with customers and really understand um, what resonates with them. And so that would be um, products like live shopping, Facebook polls, instant experiences, um, IG interactive elements like polls and stickers. Um, I think, you know, a, a kind of different way to think about creative development is um, in using this interaction to stimulate a response from your audience that you can then use almost as your creative brief to inform your full campaign. Yeah, you're truly correct. I mean, having interaction and human behavior, especially during COVID, shifted. We're dying for interconnectivity, even physical, digital and you know, the combination. So our, our listener, primary uh, advertisers and also creative agents like me, can you walk us through the steps that they should take to build resilient uh, creative? Yeah. Um, the fir first of all, the most important is um, understanding your audience, as I mentioned earlier, is really key. Um, and as someone with a strategy background, this is not new news, um, but it's something that's, it's, it's kind of great to see us go, going back to basics, right? So really um, at the start of every potential marketing effort or campaign to, to really ask yourself what matters to the audience I'm trying to reach and talk to and build from there. Um, but secondly, I think it's really important more now more than ever to have an experimental mindset. Um, not all the strategies that I've mentioned are going to work for every campaign, every situation, every client. So uh, it's super important um, to approach each marketing moment as this chance to learn what works best for the objective at hand. And I think if you apply those kind of two principles what matters to people and how can I be experimental? That's like the real key uh, recipe to success. Yeah, great, great, uh, great comments. And, you know, I've um, been working with a lot of uh, brands, uh, uh, your advertisers. Um, there's a lot of, I, I call lately, call experimental uh, innovation. People should try things, right? Especially you never know uh, what, what's going to happen. And so it, if, uh, if I were your customer, set up a campaign, right? Follow, follow the step you just described, where I've been running. Can, how, what's your advice, right? What, what's your key takeaway to, uh, you know, you know, let them know what's working, what's not working? Can you comment on that? Yeah, Um well, you kind of you kind of gave it away. Creative testing, and I I know I know. I mean, I've I've you know I also have a background in ad agencies. I know that the word testing can feel like a dirty word, you know. Um, but actually, we've we've seen a ton of success um, with approaching uh, with using creative testing to really mitigate risk, but more than 
just mitigating risk, exploring what's possible. And to your point, you know, platform like Facebook, there are just so many different people. It's hard to say that one work, uh, one way is going to work um, or uh, for everyone. One. You know, it's not one size fits all. So I almost like to think of creative testing as sampling before you buy, you know, before you decide to commit to the full ham. I don't know why it's ham, but it is. <laughs> um, so uh, allowing advertisers to get enough of a read to understand where and how to invest their full marketing budgets is really key. Um, and what's great is that testing um, on our platforms is it's real time. It's with your desired audience. And it's against measurable business outcomes. So it's not, um, it's not using necessarily other metrics that at the end of the day are not the ones that you care about. Um, it's actually centering that, that those creative tests and that experiment on the outcomes that, that matter to the advertiser. Yeah, I think that's, that's a great point, how you tie creative testing to outcome. Any specific type of test you, you, you see the most created, the most traction for your advertisers? Yeah. Um, so we, we kind of have um, our gold standard of testing, which is leveraging um, our, our lift tests and our A-B tests. Um, and this remains by far the best way to uh, compare strategies, like I said, to mitigate that risk associated with trying new things. Yeah. So what area do you see the advertiser uh, getting it right, right? With just so many different tactics and approach and you, you give us a few more examples so people can ground you know your ideas yeah um so if you if you'll recall the the second strategy i talked about was um broadening your appeal so we've seen that building multiple creative expressions is a really big opportunity uh, we see a lot of advertisers stay in their lane, so to speak, with tried and true motivators or benefits for the reasons why people would want to buy their product or services. Um, but the reality is there are a multitude of reasons and motivators within any given category or product set. So it's very important for advertisers to, to broaden that appeal and to experiment with different ways into what they're offering. Um, and differentiated creative can also provide the delivery system with just a lot more information, which then helps it make smarter choices that benefit both the advertiser and the audience that, um, that you're aiming for. And so um, it helps the audience because they get to see creative that speaks to them, that resonates with them. And in turn, the advertiser, because uh, broken record, but they get to um, see that they're driving the desired business outcomes. Well, great, great. And if I can summarize what, what I just heard, right? Experiment, right? Using the platform the right way, right tool for the, and also focus on creativity. And then, then, then you will create those meaningful and differentiating uh, moments, right? Uh, that had helped you to connect your brand to uh, the target audiences. Any final words? I think we, uh, uh, that's my last question. Any final words you want to share with the audiences today? Yeah, um, I think it always helps. I mean, it, it, it's always hard to talk about strategies. They feel a little uh, uh, esoteric. Um, so it's always helpful to ground it in, in a real example. So if it's okay with you, I wanted to just to share one highlight case study that we've seen. Um, it, it's been really exciting to see that a lot of advertisers are quickly jumping on board to using interactivity, which was that first strategy I mentioned, as a way to better understand their audiences. So um, there's a fashion retailer in the APAC region called Pomelo, 
Um, and they readily embraced this interactivity creative strategy to learn about their audience's interest in the different products that they offer during one of their biggest tentpole events, which is this, this birthday sale day that they have. And so by using interactive ads, um, including Facebook and Instagram poll ads, they created kind of a digital focus group, if you will, that allowed them to identify which of the products was driving um, the most interest in their sales events. And because of that um, interactivity that they imbued within their, their campaign and their creative, um, the campaign achieved 432% increase in return on ad spend compared to the same campaign a year, um, a year prior. Well, that's a powerful case study, right? Applying the <laughs> right is. data, right? technique and strategy and really can boost the connectivity between the brand and uh, consumer. That's, that's great. It's, it's truly uh, a big topic everywhere I go in the boardroom right now, right? What are you going to do? And then a lot of people try to justify data investment. Now, you know, you still have the biggest platform, which is Facebook reach. How many billion people? Like three, three point something mm -hmm. people. So how you can still monetize and creating those magical moments important, right? in the sea of same, sameness, I call it's yeah, it's going to be quite, quite a journey. And, and what's great is that the team that I'm on is, this is just the beginning, we're continuing to explore uh, and learn by working really closely with clients um, to see which of these strategies work, you know, and what else we can build on top of that. So exciting times to be a creative team. Yeah, it's actually very exciting. I, I yeah, there's so many <laughs> Things you could do. I call from zero dimension to two dimension to multi dimension. Right? I think facial play a critical role. Zero dimension, your voice, gesture, facial recognition. Two dimension is the new black now, right? Website, mobile, right? Uh, iPad or you know tablet. And then multi dimensional, you see people try weaving it in in a way when it makes sense. Is augmented reality, virtual reality, even drones and robots. You know how many robots? you know, uh, coming out just this year. Incredible. <laughs> right. So, and then connect the TV, right. And then how many touch points you have. So how are you going to make some sense out of, you know, knowing where your audience is and also they expect a lot from you. So it's true. It's probably, it's probably why my Wi-Fi is so terrible. I have a connected, <laughs> connected home that's siphoning. <laughs> my only oh, advice my. to you move to Manhattan. I live in Manhattan. I have fire. Oh. <laughs> never, <laughs> never. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't go to Brooklyn that much, so we have plenty to talk about. Yes, great. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Yes, thank you, Stephen. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. If you'd like more content like this, visit the online home of Advertising Week at www.advertisingweek.com. AdvertisingWeek.com hosts world-leading thought leadership content, podcasts, and education serving the advertising, marketing, and technology industries.